This is a podcast about our lived experience, which unfortunately includes infant death and subsequent mental health struggles. Please take good care of yourself and only listen if this content feels safe for you right now. We'll still be here when you're ready. The death of my son, moving three times in six months, my parents' divorce, my husband's job loss. I was, you know, 12 weeks postpartum, my then husband came out to me as transgender. And just a couple weeks later, um, our son suddenly died. Uh, the planetary placements will spark fresh thoughts around philosophical concepts, such as luck, karma, and responsibility. Ah. I think I was pretty tired during those first few months. <laughs> Hi guys, happy new year from as long as I'm living. Um, well, we hope even if it's not a happy new year, it at least is a new year, which yeah. I'm looking forward to for sure. You know, some people have different feelings about it. Like some people feel like 2021 was the last year that my son was alive. So if we get out of 2021, like we're entering territory he never knew. And then I think some people feel like I'm just happy to get out of here. I just want to get out of here. Yeah. I kind of feel like that. The second one. The second one. I do too. Um, all right, so we thought it would be funny to look back at what our horoscope was supposed to be for this year and see if it lines up with our shit years. <laughs> yeah. um, as a reminder, I'm Alina, Quinn's mom. And I'm Judith, Aiden's parent. I'm trying to be more inclusive. Okay, I'm Quinn's parent, but I'm also Quinn's mom. <laughs> okay, I'm Aiden's parent, but I'm also Aiden's mom. Okay. All right, so we will start. Wait, wait you know what I was just thinking? Like, you know how people have their pronouns in their... Yeah. Bio. So would it be like parent slash mom? Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So we're gonna start with Judith. You are a Sagittarius. All right. So here's what here's what your 2021 was supposed to be. Ready? The beginning of the year will bring unique new ideas to the forefront of your mind. As Saturn and Jupiter take center stage in the sign of Aquarius. Uh, the planetary placements will spark fresh thoughts around philosophical concepts such as luck, karma, and responsibility. Ah. I think I was pretty tired during those first few months. <laughs> 2021 is sure to bring you a big dose of personal evolution and perhaps even brilliance, though this may not always come about in a gentle way. Wow. This says, since your planetary ruler Jupiter will be hanging out in Aquarius, you may be forced to evolve in ways you're not expecting. It will be an especially karmic year for you, so boldly face any head-on challenges or lessons the universe sends your way. Well, that's kind of true. Yeah. Cool. Well, what does it say about 2022? Well, hang on. So this says, okay, so 2021 work. It says you may not see a lot of significant financial shifts until the end of the year, but the work you put in now is sure to pay off later. Well, that's true because I didn't work until the end, the end of the year. Okay. I do have a job at the end of the year, so that's pretty true. Okay, so now let's read my 2021, and then we'll read the 2022. Okay, so my 2021, I'm a Capricorn. You'll begin 2021 spending a lot of time in your own head. The Sun, Pluto, and Mercury are working together in the sign of Capricorn to help you sort out your thoughts. Themes around identity are bound to come up, which they definitely did, because once your son dies, you're like, am I a mom? Who am I? What, who's Alina? Um, and you'll likely take deep consideration on how you want to move forward in life. Well, that's true because you decided to get divorced. Yeah. These placements may cause you to be a little hard on yourself. <laughs> I'm always hard on myself. <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay, it says the energy begins to soften and helps you reconnect with your love of self. I do love myself a lot right now. What does it say about your love life? Okay, so 2021 in love. As the year kicks off, your standards and matters of the heart will be elevated as the sun in Capricorn prompts you to analyze your own self-worth and leave behind those who can't appreciate you for the glorious goat you are. Wow. Ooh. Pluto will have an influence in, as, on this as well, causing you to analyze your shadow and take steps toward a more positive path. Okay. So that's my 2021, and now let's read your 2022. Wait, pause. I would say that's pretty, I would say within the realm of accuracy, yeah. that is pretty accurate to 2021, which makes me listen more closely to what it says for 2022. So let me listen. Okay, so my 2022. You're one of the most determined signs of the Zodiac, and your ambitions are greater than ever this year. Your goals might be a bit of a stretch, but you aren't likely to stop fighting and climbing until you've accomplished as many of them as possible. And because your home planet Saturn is paired with intelligent, innovative Aquarius this year, taking a more open-minded approach to life, which I do think I have now, um, leads to implementing different tactics and considering new opportunities, with a lot, which allows you to take on formidable challenges and break your own already impressive records. That seems right. It says I'm going to have some breathing room um, after October. Um, and it says, as always, Capricorn, the sun visits your disciplined cardinal sign at the end of December, so you will no doubt celebrate your birthday in understated but elegant style. If you've been staying true to form and keeping your head down to work toward your goals this year, you should have your rewards coming your way. So in other words, at the end of next year, I should have some rewards coming your way. Good. That's fine. We'll take it. Okay, what's mine say? Hang on, my love horoscope for 2022. This is very important. Let's very pay attention. This says, no one will mistake you for the flowery romantic type Capricorn, but you are still, you still welcome love as an important part of your life. The year 2022 is a good time to shed the burden of other people's expectations and focus on what you truly want from your love life. Beautiful Venus has a lot of magical matchups to increase romance this year, but her stay in your sign from the start of the year until mid-March could be a pretty practical one. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. That sounds positive. Sure, yeah. I think it's fine. That's good. We'll take it. I think you're not a flowery romantic time. Yeah, I think that's very true. So we agree. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is Judith's 2022. Life really is one big adventure for you most of the time, Sag. And 2022 has lots of opportunities for you to laugh, love, learn, explore, and expand your mind in meaningful ways. Your ruler Jupiter has an incredibly mind-expanding energy, and it spends an erratic year going back and forth between two very different energies, fluid Pisces, then aggressive Aries, then back to Pisces, and then back to Aries. These extremes affect your mood as you go from deeply compassionate and spiritual experiences to fast-paced, personally empowering ones. So get ready to enjoy a bit of a roller coaster ride for the rest of this year. Another roller coaster ride? I just did a roller coaster ride. I, I, I don't understand. Uh, I don't love that for you. Oh, he, my, my. it says the sun partners with your cheerful sign from the end of November to the end of December, encouraging you to connect with other people on a greater cause, not that you re even really need the extra boost. Looking for charities and ways to make other people's lives a bit richer can really enhance your holiday experience this year, Sagittarius. Great, but does my baby live? doesn't say anything about that, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I don't know what to make of that. I don't either. Do you want to hear what your love life's going to be like in 2022? Fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm listening. It says you prefer when love is one big adventure. And like most fire signs, you usually act first and then wonder what happened after the fact. 
Although you, like to take, although you like to take initiative whenever possible, a lot of things in your love life seem to just fall into place without you having to do too much. Keep reading to see how organically your love life will be revealed in 2022. Passionately sexy Mars is happily at play in your exciting, enthusiastic sign at the start of January, so get ready to have some fun. <laughs> it's very hard for me to imagine that at seven months pregnant, but okay. Your husband will be thrilled to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> and what does it say for my career? That's what we really want for you. That says um, work. Career opportunities come in many different forms when you're open to them, Sagittarius. As one of the most broad-minded signs of the Zodiac, you're willing to consider all kinds of interesting ones this year. One of the biggest impact on your career this year is the uneven energy of impulsive Uranus and conservative Taurus. With so many changes taking place both in your own world and on a global scale, you won't know exactly how you feel about them all, but you're willing to consider your options. But Alina, I just did a year like that, and I really would like a calm, peaceful, happy year. I don't want to do another one of a roller coaster. Yeah, I wouldn't want to either if I were you. Well, what am I going to do? I just need to find another website with another Sagittarius 2022. Because I'll find a different one, and it'll tell me what I want to hear. That's what you'll do. Which website was that from? This is astrology.com. I'll post the link in our episode description so everybody can see what their year was supposed to be like. Oh God, I, like I can't do it. I know. But you know what? It didn't say bad things are going to no. happen. It actually seems as overall positive. It just, just was a little bit positive with like a little crazy. But I can imagine that. Like I can imagine being conflicted between grieving and, you know, going back and forth between... Yeah happy and sad. I can imagine that. I think that's only natural. Yeah. So there you go. That's our oh year. Oh, dear Lord. We have a lot to think I don't about. know how to feel about that. I need to find a second website. That's what I think about that. <laughs> so, Judith, do you have any New Year's resolutions? I know that that's a touchy subject. Well, first, I want to talk about your New Year's resolutions because I have discovered recently that you, A, remember them, and B, keep them. <laughs> Which I think is more of a freakish anomaly than my New Year's resolution plans. And oh. I, I'm curious how far back you can go in your New Year's resolutions. Like how many I can remember? Yeah. I don't remember most of them. Okay, so a little background for our listeners. So me, Alina, I'm somebody who typically makes New Year's resolutions and keeps them. Um, which I think is pretty unusual. I think we should put a poll in our Instagram stories and see if people, A, make resolutions, and then B, if they do make them, do they keep them? Because I do think I'm unusual in that I keep them. I think it's very think common to make very them. unusual. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like in the past, like examples of ones that I know I kept, um, one was I wanted to record everything I was eating for a year which I did um, in my fitness pal. And I didn't do it like with the intention of losing weight or anything. I just like wanted to get a sense of my nutrition and I did it. Um, and then another one is in 2017, I wanted to take a one second video every day. And not only did I do that for the entire year of 2017, but I actually still do it today. So that's almost four years now that I've taken a one second video every single day, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. I'm a very consistent person. I think I would like to try that one second video every day. I think I'm, I'm open to it because you've sent me the compilations that it makes for you. And yeah. I think that it's kind of really nice like to remember yeah. all of that. I think it's a nice way to record your day with almost no effort. 
Yeah. Yeah. What's the name of that app? It's called One Second Every Day with no space in every day. It drives me crazy. <laughs> That's pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> One second every day. So, okay. So this year, do you plan on making and keeping a resolution? Um, absolutely not. So I didn't even actually make resolutions last year. I felt like my life, like my life, the shit was already hitting the fan with Kaylee had just come out to me and, you know, I had a new baby and everything. So like, I probably wouldn't have made a resolution anyway, even if Kaylee hadn't come out, but I definitely was feeling like I just need to survive this next year. And like, wow, was I correct on that? I had no idea what was coming to me, but, um, you know, this year, I think I learned a lot about myself this year. Um, like, I feel like I know who I am at a really core level and I learned how to take care of myself really well this year because I had to, or I wouldn't survive. Um, and I want to take that into 2022 and into the rest of my life and hopefully leave behind a lot of the suffering that I experienced in 2021. I won't be able to leave behind all the pain because like when we'll still be gone, but I would like to leave behind the suffering and take with me the knowledge and the wisdom and the, you know, self-care and the love for myself. I do have a lot of love for myself right now. So that's my plan. It's not a resolution per se, but that's my thoughts heading into the new year. That sounds awfully resolution-y to me. I don't know. I mean, if you don't call it a resolution, that's fine, but it sounds like a resolution. You know, they say like if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it's a duck. Sure. What about you, Judith? Do you have any resolutions? No, because I don't believe in them anymore. I think they're bullshit. I think they're stupid. And I have decided that, well, I never remembered them anyway. Like I never got past January to begin with. So it's not like I was even good at them. But I just feel really actually almost angry at the idea of resolutions because I feel like I'm just doing the best I can to get through every day. And I'm doing the best I can to be like, a positive and continuously be a kind person despite all the hardships that I've experienced but I feel like to ask myself to do anything beyond what I'm already doing would just be cruel and unfair and I feel like I I just think it's a stupid idea that you're going to make a resolution for a year that you don't even know what it's going to take from you what if last year we made a resolution to spend more time with our family like what a stupid, funny thing that would be, you know? Yeah. Yep. Very true. <laughs> so it's like, how can you make a resolution for a year you don't know? I totally agree with that. I think that's why, honestly, like, I don't know if I'll go back to doing resolutions the way I did them before. I do think like, I do believe in like self-improvement, but not in the way where you're like insulting the old you or like denigrating the old you. Like, I think I... I want to continue the work I did this year into next year. And like the year turning over is an artificial, like, you know, marker. That's what I was going to say. It's an artificial marker. And I think it's a privilege. This is what I'm going to say. Resolutions are for the privileged because it assumes that you're going to have the mental space, the time, the energy to dedicate to improving yourself beyond what life already gives to you. And that means that you have so much extra space in your heart and in your mind that you have something left over to work on, not just like proactively as opposed to reactively. So it's really a privilege. I don't think people who are, you know, trying to survive and slaves and sex workers that are being kidnapped are making New Year's resolutions. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's, That's a very fair point. 
I don't think that the year marker matters anymore because I think I've also abandoned all concepts of time. Like, what is time? <laughs> you know, not like to get too meta, but like three months was a lifetime. If three wow. months can be a lifetime, then what is a year? That is four lifetimes. I mean, this is getting really high. Like, I sound high, but I'm not. But, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, what I, it, to me, I no longer am going to hold myself bound to like the idea that because this new year started, that it's necessarily like a difference from the previous year. And the yeah. same thing with just time in general, like the time since Aiden died feels like one second and it feels like 25 years. So like, just because the universe is saying today is a new time until I am ready until like my life changes until I am ready to say, okay, I'm turning over a new chapter. I'm not going to let some artificial Christian calendar yeah. tell me that I'm in a yeah. new chapter of my life. Right. Like just because the, the earth went around the sun again, doesn't mean that I have to now start like dieting. <laughs> right no a hundred percent I think that's true I think that's true and can you imagine Alina if you kept track of all the food you ate this year it would be like cheese and crackers it would be like oh whoops I didn't eat today yeah it would be like <laughs> today I had a bloody mary tomorrow I will have a grape <laughs> today I, I had two cookies for breakfast two cookies for lunch three cookies for dinner <laughs> <laughs> exactly like to me I just Clearly, New Year's resolutions are for the privileged. And yeah. may we be privileged today, like enough one day to think about them as something seriously. That is like our blessing. <laughs> I love that. Our I blessing that. to our all of our listeners is they may be blessed with the mind space to make a new New Year's resolution. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, I mean, honestly, like I feel the same way about this as I do about the horoscopes. It's like, okay, sure. Like <laughs> we can like talk about it and we can laugh about it, but like the year's going to bring what it's going to fucking bring. And we'll just have to yeah. write it out, you know? Yeah. The year is going to bring what it's going to bring. And let me tell you, I just got a call yesterday from a really good friend of mine who told me, and she's had a bad year who, um, a lost mom friend who got her appendix taken out on like the last day of the year. Like no what like you just you can't hide like you can you can't hide like she nope. spent the day in the er like not oh the appendix God. is like the worst thing of her year i think it's like barely a blip on her radar but my point is just that like it's coming for you life is going to come for you until it decides not to come for you and it doesn't care if it's in a new year does that sound really yep. negative maybe that sounds really negative i'm so sorry maybe. i'm so sorry <laughs> that's okay that's where we're at these days so anyway that's everybody listening we hope you have, if you had a bad year this year, we hope you have a happier new year next year. And if your year was good this year, I hope it continues for you. I really do. I do too. I really do. I really wish everybody just like a happy, peaceful, gentle, upcoming 12 months of time. Agreed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye, okay. everybody. Bye, everyone. See you Monday. See you Monday. Bye. To all of our wonderful new friends, we want to hear from you. Email us at as long as I'm living podcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at as long as I'm living podcast. We'll get back to you as soon as our grieving brains allow. Yay. <laughs>